dollars to go round. The blame cannot simply be laid at the door of such a recent development. The staff has been sitting there for years. At this rate, more parts of Huckleberry Finn, for whom the bell tolls, and goodness knows what else, are still destined to languish unpublished, not in someone's attic, which I could understand, but in the very precincts of academia that are supposed to protect and preserve them for the rest of us. Enough. A few words about the manuscript itself. Since the discovery of the so-called swing-line Dobson text in 1970, an entire cottage industry of newly discovered Watsonian manuscripts has cluttered the field of Sherlockian scholarship. Some may well be authentic, others palpably are not. Enthusiastic perpetrators are second in their creative zeal only to Howard Hughes's autobiographers and those writing entries into Hitler's diaries. The chief problem posed by any Watsonian text must, of course, be the question of authenticity. In the case of the present manuscript, known as the Canary Trainer, the question of provenance is complicated by a number of factors. First, although the paper and ink conform to the proper time and place, and the manuscript itself appears to be indisputably written in Watson's hand, the paper and ink have been vouched for by the Forensics Department of Scotland Yard and Professor Van Meegeren of the National Gallery London. The handwriting has been certified as Watson's by two experts in the field, whom I am not at liberty to name, from Langley, Virginia. This is not a case in which Watson appears as either a witness or a participant. Watson's text was seemingly dictated in whole or part by Holmes himself, which greatly confuses the issue of authorial voice, one of the crucial methods by which Sherlockian scholars seek to identify a genuine text. The voice of Holmes is not the voice of Watson, and while a case related by Holmes himself is not unique, the adventure of the lion's mane comes readily to mind as another example. It does entail stylistic differences which can only serve to perplex those wishing to make a definitive authentication. It is equally difficult to rule out Watson's contribution entirely. As I have noted, the manuscript is in his own hand, and therefore there can be no way of knowing to what degree the doctor altered, shortened, or otherwise amended Holmes's story. Why it was never typed which would doubtless have entailed more corrections and alterations on Watson's part, I cannot guess. Perhaps a revised and completed typescript does, or did, exist somewhere else. If it hasn't been destroyed, many of these questions may be answered more fully some day. Holmes may have been off and running on to something else before Watson, who seems to have been asking the questions, had a chance to tidy up a bunch of loose ends. The manuscript does break off with the sudden arrival of Herbert Asquith, and Watson may idly have supposed he could finish it up later. Only later never came. For that matter, it is impossible to say to what degree Holmes typically exercised editorial control over a Watsonian text. On the one hand, he is constantly quoted as denigrating Watson's efforts, deriding them for their sensational content and their exclusion of pure logic producing much of the same effect as if you had worked a love story or an elopement into the fifth proposition of Euclid. But on the other hand, it is clear that these same accounts have been published with his consent. 
Holmes, like many a famous figure, may well have connived at his own public image. As for the writing itself, the evidence is contradictory as to whether or not Watson was taking pure dictation. Parts of the manuscript bear the impress of hasty composition. The writing is nearly illegible, with abbreviations and other symptoms of an ad hoc nature, suggesting a kind of improvised shorthand that might have been prompted by the need to keep pace with the speaker. In other places, however, the penmanship, as well as the prose style itself, suggest a more leisurely method of composition, one in which Watson might well be creating as opposed to merely copying. A word about Americanisms. As I felt obliged to point out in my introduction to the manuscript known as The West End Horror, many amateur sleuths believe they can detect a spurious Watson text by pointing out American expressions, thereby...